She's a British contemporary art performer. Irvashi Patel is a painter and she also dances. Her home studio is a picturesque setting that embraces the beauty of an English garden. Welcome, Irvashi. Thank you very much for having me. I'm so I have to ask you before we get started into your painting, what kind of dancing did you do or do you do or do you still perform? Yeah, I no, I'm not performing anywhere, but I used to like do hobby dancing. So I have when uh, while I was in India, I have done all different sort of dancing, mm -hmm. like Bollywood dancing, our folk dancing. We are Gujarati, so our folk dancing. We I have done. It's like a festival thing. Currently, recently, I, I have given audition for Commonwealth dance, and I have been selected. So I'm like rehearsing now for the Commonwealth opening ceremony. And, oh wow. Uh, yeah, so like we have a we are doing different sort of things. Like we are performing Indian Indian dance. So yeah, I am like actively involved in dance movements. I really like dancing. So I think it, it kind of sort of reflect in everything that I do. So yeah, I am I am dancing. Even if I'm not participating or performing, I'm dancing in the house <laughs> anytime, <laughs> in the kitchen, everywhere. <laughs> Very cool. Tell us a little more about the, your background story and what brought you to what you are doing this, what you're doing here now. I, I started painting when I moved to the UK, which was in 2014. Since then, I have never stopped painting. I started as a hobby because my husband plays cricket on Saturdays. He said I could do some hobbies when he's away. I started painting in watercolors, like just dabbling in as a hobby. And it grew from there. I started painting animal portraits and then participating in exhibitions around the UK. From there, I moved on to different kind of uh, style because I'm a self-taught artist. I'm, I haven't studied art. That's how I kept my curiosity going and kept learning different styles and exploring. I'm still doing, I feel like I'm still evolving as an artist. I wouldn't say that I will stick to abstract, but right now I'm doing abstract painting. Even though your paintings are abstract, how would you describe? I really like movements, like uh, different sort of movements. And I'm currently exploring all the movements, all the mark makings and composition Color is the main thing. Color is kind of my, I can't get away with the color, without color. So uh, my paintings are all about evoking emotions using different bright, vibrant colors. Like everyone reacts differently to the colors. Even when I was painting animal portraits, they were all very colorful in watercolor. So whenever I went for exhibition, everyone without knowing me, they say, oh, this one's maybe Indian artist, they say. <laughs> because they kind of describe my painting as a, uh, holy, uh, holy! Do you know her festival of colors? Holy, so we celebrate a color festival called Holy. We kind of uh, throw colors at each other and celebrate that festival. So yeah, they were used to like describe my painting as holy paintings. Like colors comes naturally through from I think when I moved to the UK, I felt like it's very gray and everything because I came in winter. I felt like oh no, it's uh, the, I'm, there's something lacking. I didn't know what. But somehow the colors comes up in my painting and I then I realize, okay, this is it. There was colors that I am missing. It's very vibrant and it's all about movement. I'm just exploring all the movements and compositions. What kind of paints do you use? I use acrylics currently, but I have started as a, like in watercolors. Currently I use acrylic and I use lay, layer of oil afterwards in some of the paintings. Mm. So yeah. I have done all, uh, uh, before this abstract, I have been 
dabbling with all as well. I had the fear of using all, so I had to get rid of it. Yeah. Yes, oil can be, you can't really make a mistake very well in oil. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You know, two days for it to dry, right? Yeah, it, it's really amazing medium. Uh, you could make changes afterwards, like a, it, even next day. And I really like about that about oil. But sometimes I get very impatient. So I think for me, it's acrylic is best. I do use acrylics and then put top layer oil at the end, if like if I feel like it in some of the paintings, like glazing of oils. Is that unique to you or do a lot of artists do that? I think most of them, maybe many artists do that. They paint in acrylics, then they glaze with and layer with uh, oils, like a thin layer of oils. That makes the painting look very vibrant because oils mm -hmm. are really like rich in colors. That makes painting like juicy. So yeah, many artists do that. Who inspires you to paint or what inspires you to paint? I think everything, everything inspires me. I felt like I needed to do something as a hobby. I started, but now I, it's more than a hobby. Now I feel like I want to paint and then inspire other people's as people as well to pick up the paintbrush because whenever I went for exhibition or for a demonstration or wherever I went, Usually people say that they want to paint, they can't paint, they don't have time. I really felt like they want to, really want to paint. I would like to inspire them as well. Tell them how, not how, but tell them to maybe do painting a few minutes a day if you if you don't have time. It's like I, I really like to inspire people with her paintings as well. Everything inspires me. I'm walking in the garden flowers. Last year was like my theme was florals. I've been painting flowers because... I was doing lots of gardening and uh, because of COVID and lockdown, I was spending time in gardens. I think last year I paint florals, like most of the time. My inspiration keeps changing. Most of the time it's florals. Sometimes it's just the emotions that I want to ex express in my art. That's that's when that abstract kind of pieces takes place. That's when I changed my style. I thought, okay, I need to express more freely. I want freedom. So that everything around me, all the surroundings, nature, people, conversation with people, everything inspires me, those emotions to paint. Very much like a writer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a writer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. So what is your creative process like, or does it change from painting to paint? My creative process usually like, it's not like very planned. I don't plan something for abstract, especially. So I don't plan anything. I just take the canvas out and I, because a blank canvas like kind of sometimes very intimidating. I get rid of a blank canvas by putting a layer of paint or sometimes just like mark making, like gestural mark and all different sort of mark making. Then in my brain, while doing all this mark making, sometimes composition just appears that I need that brushstroke should go this way. And I decided like while painting, it's like it's always on the go. I just uh, do gestural mark and then put like layers of thin layers of, I start with the thin layers of acrylic paint and then build up from there, adding textures of by building layers after layers. Do you ever collaborate with others? You mean for art making? Yes, yes. I haven't, I haven't collaborated with others so far because I, I work full time as well. So I don't get much chance nowadays, but I'm, I am looking, looking into doing some things like something more about it, not like collaboration, but I'm kind of planning doing some kind of paint party and all that kind of, I'm going to collaborate with local business. I'm planning that, but it's like, um, 
difficult for me because I work full time. I, I really like to inspire artists who is working full time that they don't need to put off their like whatever they want to do just because they think that they have to quit their job. So it's, it is possible if we can plan it, um, planning to collaborate in, in future. I haven't done in the past. How long does it take you to paint or does it vary from painting to painting? Yeah, it does vary. Um, if it's a big size, like I have been painting like a rug size painting recently, like a really big canvas. This morning I thought that, okay, I need to move on to another one because I can't be just like spending time on one painting. I, I have in the house like because of lack of space. I rolled that painting away. Now I'm working on this one uh, in the back. I still feel, feel like um, I need to do something more. It looks more saturated currently. I, I need to maybe tone it down or maybe add something in it to make a little bit of changes in this one. That's how like I keep working from one painting to another. So I think it depends on the size of the painting usually. It's, if it's a big one, it could take me maybe a few months because I won't complete that one. <laughs> I will move on to next one. So small painting could take me a day or two days, but larger one takes time. Because all are on the go, not at like one is complete and one's complete. So it will be a month or something, yeah. How do you know when it's finished? It's kind of uh, instinct for me. If I feel I look at it and I feel like I don't like looking at it, then <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I, I something is off. I can say if it's value in the painting because if the colors is fine, colors look very attractive, but there, there needs to be value balance as well. What I do sometimes, look from the, my phone, click picture, turn it into black and white, and then look the value range as well. Sometimes I do that, that where dark is dark and lights and compare that and then make changes according to that. That's how I, usually if I look from my camera phone lens, it looks different. Painting looks completely different to me when mm. I look like this. I don't understand, but when I look at from the camera, I think, oh no, there's something wrong. My husband never figures out what is wrong. He said, I don't understand that. I said, I don't know. I feel something is wrong and I keep making changes. So is so, it yeah. like writing where writing, you have to kind of stop, leave your document alone for a while, even for a day or two, and then go back and look at it with fresh eyes. Is it the same with your painting? Yes, that's exactly, that's exactly it is like that. Because when I leave this painting for a few days, I felt a few days back, I thought it is complete. I felt complete. And then another, like I started working on another one. And today I felt, no, I need to do something about this one. <laughs> so like I look at it like with a fresh eye and I felt like, okay, no, this looks a bit saturated. I need to tone it down a bit. So I need to check this. And that's how I make decisions. So because in abstract, it's kind of really difficult sometimes when, when you say like, you can live it like that. Some people like would like this in this condition, but I wouldn't be satisfied with this one. <laughs> so only like someone would say, no, I like this as it is. But I would say I am not satisfied somehow. It needs to be like something that from my within it should come. Okay, now it is complete. So that's is there that I, danger that you never finish? No, I think I'm someone who finishes the task. <laughs> so, <laughs> it will never be unfinished anything. Even if it's rubbish, I would say, okay, this is done. <laughs> So it's basically something like like I will never leave any task unfinished. That that's how it is. So yeah, everything will be finished. What is challenging about bringing a piece of art to life? You've got the idea in your head, and sometimes it doesn't always come through the fingers onto the canvas. <laughs> yes, sometimes, like I said, I don't plan my paintings. But when I was um, 
painting traditional i was learning traditional drawing figure drawing and portraiture before before this abstract i started so it was really difficult for me to paint abstract afterwards because my brain was like because i was into this uh, oil tra traditional oil painting and everything i i was learning and making portraits when i started abstract again i thought oh my god i feel lost i was like good at abstract painting and now i feel lost that day i went crazy like nuts i tear out all the papers and spreading on the floor and i started making mazin said you forgot painting that you abstract you forgot abstract painting but <laughs> but, but it was something that i kind of started uh, like i i don't know figuring out composition main my main thing was the uh, composition should be correct in abstract and value balance that's where i was so that's how sorry i think i was diverted from the original question it's <laughs> okay you got a good answer there <laughs> so, it's a challenge to to get it from the idea onto the page in my like my idea is always to like um, evoke some kind of emotion in people when they look at abstract art because abstract art, art is not something that that would like what i feel about that it would be different for the audience mm -hmm. i would like to feel like put the in it's all about technical thing in even in the abstract art i would think of composition i would think of colors like what kind of uh, emotion people will get and then i work from it most of my ideas are just come randomly but for that when i set started i started i planned i sketched thumbnail sketches of all oh. the composition that i wanted it might be somewhere in the sketchbook because i have been planning like okay i want to play around with the composition that was my main thing that's how i sometimes play with the idea about how i want the marks to go then after that it just takes on that's so much like writing because we outline our thoughts like if you're going to write a book or a screenplay you have to outline the direction of each actor each chapter and then when i look at christian seriano's instagram page he's the uh, fashion designer he yeah. sketches before he creates his clothing i guess it's the life of a creative <laughs> we do plan like for when i was doing portraiture so i was like studying figure sketches i you like i plan little thumbnail sketches even in the landscape when i painted i used to do thumbnail sketches so that's what i applied in the abstract as well like what how i wanted to look i kind of draw the composition and then figure out colors just come like because i kind of feel like it comes naturally color mixing once you start painting you know like you it get instinct in what colors you need to pick up next and all that You seem theme. to have a theme in your colors too. You use a lot of pinks. Yeah, pinks is must. I sometimes I think no, I'm not going to use pink this time. But at the end, I feel like oh no, there's something missing. Once I put the pink, everything <laughs> is complete. <laughs> What's the scariest thing you've ever done when it's come to your art? scariest thing i think being an artist is the scariest thing <laughs> like uh, no one would approve your idea of being an artist because my for, for my full time job i'm i work in um, it which is a very stable job i'm a, i'm a developer i work as a, it's not really that creative either <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe even problem solving is sometimes creative it yeah, takes yeah i guess so i used to think it's a boring job but then when i started like going to deeper like all different sort of roles and it is also kind of i felt like even tech jobs are creative that's why i kind i'm good at my job as well but i love painting so i'm kind of in the middle it gets you in the creative mode as well yeah cool 
how do you see your paintings relate to real life? Relate to... Because yeah. you talk about using it for hope and healing. And in some of your Instagram posts, but how does your painting or, or the act of painting relate to real life? So real life could be very challenging. I think I, I talk about healing and hope because I'm someone who never gives up like on hope. I always like put positive hope towards things and healing like artists uh, in itself is healing. I felt like when I'm creating or making or painting, or I'm surrounded by art or any kind of an art, not just painting. It could be dance. It could be visiting to a museum or anything. If I'm surrounded with it, I feel like more like a healing, like I feel the joy inside. And I think that joy like heals us. So that that's why I, I feel like, yeah, uh, it's just like because of this, all this, I feel like I'm at peace here. Yeah. Even in my job, it gets very like tense sometimes. I know that end of the day, I'm going to be painting. I can recharge my battery. So yeah, that's how I heal myself. Real life plays a major role in my art making process as well, because it's must for me. Otherwise, I would go crazy if I don't paint. <laughs> mm. I felt like I would go crazy with all this thing going on and being in a new country, new place. It was challenging when I moved to this country. So yeah. Yeah, art really helped me to keep going. What do you think the biggest misconception is that people have about painting and painting? Misconception. I think people people think most of the time that being an artist, you need to supposed to be making money. Sometimes it's all about if you don't make money, you are not a real artist. That that's mm. something I would like to say that is a misconception. Anyone can be like. It's a different uh, terms being a professional and amateur, but you are an artist, even if you're not making money. So when someone say, oh, I paint here and there, but I'm not an artist. Oh, no, you are an artist. I always say you are an artist. You are painting. You are creating something. So you are an artist. You're, you can't say you shouldn't be hesitating to say that, oh, I'm not an artist. You are not maybe a professional artist, but you are still an artist. That's what I felt like a misconception among people that if you're earning money, you're making money or six figure income, then you're a great artist. It's not like mm -hmm. that. Some we, we don't even know in history. So many artists must have been unknown. We don't know because they were not famous, but they must be great artists. So yeah, everyone uh, can be an artist. How many artists make <laughs> six, six figures? figures. <laughs> no, no. Uh, nowadays on Instagram, everyone's like, uh, if you join this course, we'll make you six-figure income. We'll make you earn six-figure income. I said, I don't want six-figure income. <laughs> it's not like I don't want it, but I'm happy with my job as well. So, yeah, At least I, when you're starting out, you're trying to get yeah, it every, anywhere you can. Yeah, in making money. And then they forget the real uh, meaning behind why they started as an artist because it gets frustrating when you are beginning. As a beginner artist, get frustrating if you can't make money. Some people claim that they left their job, but now they don't sell paintings or they are not making money. So it gets frustrating. So I, I always say that to them that don't leave your job. Some people think from my Instagram page that I am not working full time. When they message me, DM me asking how I do it, I said, I'm a full time. I work full time. I don't rely on my art at, uh, at the moment because I don't want to put that pressure on my mind to make money from my art at the moment because I feel like I will kill my creativity if I put more pressure. So this is not the right time for me. 
Well, and you really don't quit your day job until your creative work equals sort of, or surpasses yeah. your income, income from that. that, surpasses your day job. Yeah. And that could be, that could look different from very all the artists to artists because so many artists who work full-time, their income, maybe they must be earning it, but it, it's not some, I'm a person who wouldn't be uh, doing something unknown or uncertain. I'll like view the net first and then jump. So I, I wouldn't be doing that, like depending on the, so yeah. It different differs from artist to artist. Do you ever show your paintings outside your studio? Do you have showings in other galleries? Yeah, I was doing like exhibitions with before COVID. Since COVID, I haven't done in a like a real physical sh- show at them. But I'm planning for next year now. I'm planning different things, like not about like more about shows. I'm planning to do like con- conduct to do paint parties i thought that i would like to kind of involve with uh, people and encourage them to paint like just to have fun because painting is really good for your mental health as well i'm planning to do that and do more shows in future but yeah just before covid started february 2020 <laughs> yeah my last show in london i have done exhibition we came back home and then after a few days on March 1st, our job says, like, no, stay at home, work from home. Everything is in lockdown now. <laughs> so I said, okay, that's it. That was my last show then. I did virtual show. So when I was creating floral, I did the virtual one or just on Zoom call with the people joining and viewing my art and talking about it. So, yeah, I did that. I did in lockdown. Well, that's awesome. Thank God for technology, right? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I put it on even bright and people came in like 40, 40 people joined. It was really nice. I was just t- telling them about my collection and they were asking me and most of them were artists. I was curious. They were curious like how it's going. And most of them were artists as well. So they were curious to know how I paint and all that. I thought that, okay, that's good. That sounds and like a good I- angle for you using technology to teach art or show yeah. show show artists how to use technology to put a put a spotlight on their art yeah that gets me thinking because you get people who are commissioned to do paintings so when you're creative I guess it's like writing you get assigned assignments so with art if you get assigned to paint say a portrait for some corporate exec can you do it or or how do you tap into your creative juices to put some passion into that that kind of work yes if I was doing portraiture then I would take commission but now I'm doing abstracts I wouldn't because once you leave the practice I think Mm -hmm. your hands need again to get back into that I wouldn't take portraiture now but when I was doing portraiture I was happy to do it I have done portraiture like uh, for friends and I took commission from friends like that I painted the dogs and cats and family portraits and all that. I have done that in past, but because I, I used to, in portraiture, I used to do colored pencil, like realistic, uh, I used to use colored pencil. And that took me like 40 hours to finish one portrait, which is really difficult <laughs> sometimes <laughs> with the work. And you don't get much, like if, if 40 hours and then you ask for that much price, it kind of people feel like, oh, it's a bit expensive. If, if someone would have asked me around that time, then... I would start with the process, like maybe meeting them face to face to know them more because you can't just get it from the picture. You mm. need to speak with the people to put life in the portraits. Mm-hmm. In portraits, is more about putting that life in picture. You would just copy from picture. 
but if you are drawing a human you can put life when i drew my mom or my brother i knew their faces i drew my husband very well like i because i know him like uh, and i draw myself very well as well but like when i try to draw someone else it doesn't comes come to me unless i know that person i had to know them so that's mm-hmm. how i would start by talking with them either on zoom call or meeting them if possible and then take like pictures myself do some sketches in my sketchbook that's how i would start portraiture hmm what advice would you have to other potential painters who who are just starting out yeah. and haven't really found their niche yet or their passion and also for those who might think about turning it into a business. Yeah. So for those who have been, they are just starting out, I would say just because you don't know what your niche is or what your style is or what genre you want to do, say just do everything, whatever you feel like it in the beginning, because you can't just keep like, put a like, okay, no, you have to do this, this only. Because as an artist, you sh- you are supposed, not supposed to, but you should, if you know everything, then you know that, you will you learn from different styles as well from tra- traditional style you learn something else then then you put it into your own own way put it together but when we start with like okay because that artist is painting abstract i want to paint abstract it, it, we have to we have to experiment and keep ep- experimenting until our soul is satisfied okay this is it i'm going to do for a longer time but I, I wouldn't say any artist would stick to anything longer time. Even Picasso, I don't think Picasso did one style. He must have done so much stuff. As an artist, it's, it's um, I, I don't believe in like in one particular style or one particular thing. I believe that you should just explore and just give your curiosity wings and just fly and just find out what, what you like it. If you want to make it as a business, then you will need to think about it because first, when you want to make it as a business, people would like to know if what you are known for. They would like to know, like, mm-hmm. what your particular style is. You would you should be recognized by if you're okay. That painting, I know that artist. Looking at the painting, they know the artist. So that, for that, you need uh, to develop your style. So then, then you know that okay, this is your style. Get in the market with that style. Once you become popular, then then you can just do and go away and do other things as well. Then people will obviously like it. Well, that is a great way to end this interview. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Debbie. I'm glad uh, to talk with you. It was really nice. Thank you.